You're listening to All In, the podcast where I share what I learn as well as dive into what motivates the world's most passionate minds. All right, listen up for today's dose of inspiration. Evan, thank you for taking some time out to create this podcast. Yeah, no, thank you for inviting me. So I think the thing we were talking about earlier is content calendars. You know, we talk to clients all the time. They're all trying to, you know, create content to stay relevant. So they have something to publish on social media, their blogs and and everything else. Mm -hmm. And many of them sort of run with blinders on, right? They'll worry about next week, next week, and the week after the week after. And you know, first of the year, oh, well, what am I going to blog about today? And many of them have very good success and they plan it out. And, you know, and I'm a big proponent of planning and goal setting and things like that. So let's chat a little bit about that. And I know you have some thoughts on it, pros and cons and things like that, probably more pros and cons, but content calendar, what is it uh, to that person who may not know what it is? Why would somebody need it? Mm-hmm. What does it look like? I used to wonder that content calendar had to look a certain way and it doesn't. So let's just kind of break it down and explain why they need it. You know, if they're remotely interested in getting success. Yeah, so content calendars can come in many forms, as you just said, right? It doesn't have to be the same. However, I think there are two content calendars that would be the most common. And, okay. and that would be a content SEO strategy, right? Or that would be a social media Content. content strategy. Right. Then they're both useful. They need right. both. Um, I think they both need to be useful to thrive right yeah. together. However, if I was going to start with one uh, as someone with no experience, small business owner, scared to get my feet or wet. Or a medium business owner who's not doing owner, marketing. Right, whatever. Business owner, does never done marketing, right. don't really know what I'm doing. Or- I just have a kid, my kid telling me I need to do social media. Right. Agreed. Um, I would start with a social media audit. I would look at uh, big dates for my niche specifically. Right. I would look at big holidays, uh, Black Friday, uh, Thanksgiving sales, right. uh, Easter, different dates like that nationally, depending where I'm located. So big days in your industry, big days nationally, holidays, events. So I would start with a social audit. Look at days you can't miss. What days right. can we not miss posting? Right. Instead of looking what days you need to post, look at the days we can't miss. Well, every day you should be posting. Correct. But what are the <laughs> major days, right? Right. Agreed. Um, so do a social media audit create a content calendar around your social media audit. If that's what you're looking for to do, looking to do, then we can incorporate that within our website. Right. Um, now if we're talking more of an SEO content strategy, which would be, um, I think more technical and, and also take more thought and work, then that would be a different type of content strategy slash calendar. That Correct. We Even if it, the whole idea is to take more time up front. So mm-hmm. you're not creating content that are useless later and then have to re you right. know, we throw it away or repurpose it or something like that. I would love for business owners to maybe break it down to 12 months. What do I want to accomplish in January? What do I want to accomplish in February? How many pieces of blog content do I want to create? And what's that going to be about? What am I trying to push, right? What are some top questions that my consumers have about that I want to explain for the next 12 months? Right. And see, that's what you just said about explaining those questions to the people, your users, your clients, essentially people you're trying to reach, that would be more of an SEO content strategy, right? But if we're looking education, mm-hmm. right, Google loves that. But if we're looking for more of a uh, engagement yep. or collaboration, um, then maybe that's more social, right? We're encouraging collaboration with our users. We want them to build trust with us, know who we are from a brand awareness perspective. So if they ever need us, they come to us. Or you could do the same thing from a content side. What if they were to create 
a, a master or a macro piece of content, like a long form blog post mm -hmm. of which you can create a lot of stuff off of it, right? You can create a webinar out of it. If you're a B2B company, you can create checklists and eBooks off of it. You can create 20 tweets off of that, right. some Instagram posts. And I think that's where the content calendar comes from. What am I trying to create that's massive that I can then take all of my other stuff and it derives from it? Like we've created a podcast episode called 20 Predictions for 2020. Mm -hmm. Then my newsletter came off of it. My tweets came off of it. My Instagram posts came off of it because we put a lot of thought into that first piece of content. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't have done that had we not given the thought and then say, hey, we're going to really study this and see what are some trends that we can talk about. I think similarly, every business owner needs to sort of think about that pillar content that's not only good for SEO and everything else, it's going to drive all the social content. And now your brand is sort of cohesive, right? You're not just posting something on social and you're not just creating some SEO content. You are taking this piece of content and you're repurposing it throughout your entire marketing, mm -hmm. truly an integrated strategy. And that goes to what you said at the beginning about saying, or do both. And I said, that would be the ideal world. Right. And then when you see comments and engagement on that sorts of content, you will now dictate what's going to happen in February. You'll say, you know what? This tend to really work. It's working. Let's take some of that ideas and make February better than January and use that feedback, right? Look at the data and say, well, let me make March better than February and keep going so that every single month you're educating yourself about what's working and also while creating content, you know, you're helping your SEO, you're getting backlinks because maybe the content is amazing. You took a lot of time to come up with the topic and the creation of it. And also your social channels are just getting fed off of what you've already created. Yeah. And I think it's really important to stay ahead, like you mentioned, right? Because let's say we're curating a, a piece of content a week before. Sure. Right. We might do the, the correct keyword research and, and we might have everything optimized from a, a content strategy. But if, if we're rushing it and doing it a week before, we're not answering every question the user had. Um, I mean, I've gone back and many a times we've gone back and, you know, changed a page that maybe we wrote and planned in a week. Right. We've changed it a few months later because, hey, this is what we're seeing. And this is what is, is now working as of now. Yeah. Right. So we'll go ahead and update that. So I think it's important to do it months in advance. So you don't have to go back and update that. Right. You're answering all the questions right away because you took the time to plan it out, as you stated, rather than being a business owner, jumping from idea to idea, just posting for fun. Right. Or posting because you know you need to post. Like right. you say, blog for the sake of blogging. What do we usually say? You don't plan, right? Plan fail to, to plan. Right. <laughs> plan to fail. Right. I think that's very true in personal life as well as business. I think it's absolutely true in marketing. One of the biggest feedback you can get from when you have a team of marketers or maybe it's a sales team or whatever, it's lack of planning. Oh, well, we launched our December campaign too late. We were talking about it late November and, you know, or we talked about our Q3 and it was really late, right? I mean, there's a, there's a tendency for entrepreneurs not to be able to just get everything going because they're sort of flying, mm -hmm. right? You're building the plane while you're flying the plane. And that's how most people are. I get it. I mean, we were, no company's perfect. Let's be honest. I don't think there's a single company that's got it down, right? No, right. Everybody's got challenges. Whether you're really good at maybe one thing, maybe you're really bad at the other, but nobody's perfect. Nobody. I promise you, you can pick it out and see flaws in virtually any strategy anyone's have. Mm -hmm. The Fortune 500s make a lot of mistakes just so you know, with all the money and all the budgets and all the resources, they got plenty of issues. So it's not a matter of perfection. It's just 
Can you plan it out? Can you have enough resources? Think about it beforehand so you can have a more flawless or at least what looks like a flawless execution. Right. And I think that something is also important about flawless execution that people are lacking on is like, right. You just said uh, to post a post, but also nailing down your demographic, right? Yeah. Because it's even on social, if you related, you know, social media to SEO, to SEO, right. I can get you as much traffic as you want. How much is that is qualified that is going to turn into a sale or a customer compared to, you know, social media? Sure, we can reach everyone without a plan, without a demographic, right? I could boost your post to every person between 18 and 65. But if we're looking at our target market right. and we say, right. okay, our target audience is, you know, older people between 40 and 55 who are looking re- to retire because we're a financial advisor, for example. Right. And we need to be targeting them rather than targeting every fish in the sea. Right. So I think when you do the social media audit initially, when you're starting your content calendar, also with a social audit comes a demographic audit as well. Um, it you know comes a product audit essentially. What are right. we selling? Hey, this product does better with this demographic. Correct. This product does better with this demographic. So maybe we boost posts or maybe we target people with this demographic here. Correct. And you can do different things. And I think that's people don't really look at is the strategy is so much the frequency, right? People post every day, but if no one's seeing it, what's the point of posting it? So I think the strategy is more important. We talked about that too, as a team about creating a blueprint, a strategy before you execute, right? I think every single brand should have their personas. If they can literally put it on there, Mm -hmm. this is Bill, he's the CEO, you know, Melissa is the type of prospect we're looking at. She's a CMO. You can sort of refer to them as those are our personas. And that's sort of the same thing that you're talking about. That happens before you put out all this content because you really want to know who you're going to resonate with. So the strategy is really key. You know, know your business plan. Is there a demand for this thing? If there's not demand, then let's create, you know, we have to create the demand. But if there's already the d- demand for our product or service, then we need to capture the, the demand that's already there. Yeah, no, I think that's a key part. And it, it also comes down to planning that as well, right? So that you're not creating content uh, on a whim, and you're not really getting the ROI for it. Uh, any final thoughts on, again, count, content calendar, I think is exhausted uh, topic. However, it's so important because like I said to my, my last uh, episode we had, lots of folks start and then they execute for a while and then it stops. They get tired, they right. get bored. Something happens, too much a teammate work. leaves or something happened, you stop paying for a tool or, and then now you're starting up again and that's sort of what happens is that they had the best intention. They had already given it their all. However, after three months, they didn't get the results. Maybe something happened. The owner got busy, you know, you name it and it changes. And that's where they get into trouble is that now they're starting up again and it's just really not a good strategy. Yeah. But to answer your question, just like anything, right? Like you brought up planning, just staying organized is really important. So I, I, let's say, you know, you're, you're planned out for three months in advance, right? We're three months ahead. Um, and when you're at that three month point or two month point, then you need to take 30 minutes or an hour out of your month yep. to plan for the next month. So once you get ahead that first initial time, you've already done 75% of the work in the I planning. Agree. You just need to stay three months ahead. So plan once a month to, you know, maintain that three months track and it can only take an hour or so of your month if you, you know, sit back and, and do it the right way. So I think getting started like anything, right? Writing a paper, getting started is always the hardest. Once you've done the research, you've gotten a page or two in, the ball is rolling. You need to keep that rolling because otherwise you're just going to keep going through the research phase over and over. Right. Start and stop and fail and start and stop and fail. Agreed. 
Any final thoughts? No, stay organized and stay consistent. And if you don't have a content calendar, and I think we talked about the layout, people get lost about, well, what does it need to look like? It's an Excel spreadsheet for pizza. It needs to it look like what your customers want. Exactly. What's the time of the year? What's your best offer? And it doesn't have to be anything daunting or scary. They look at digital marketing sometimes and people think it that it's scary. so technical and scary, but it, I'm saying it doesn't have to look like a calendar. Right. You could literally put down first, second, third, fourth. Here are my tweets. Here are my content. Here are mm -hmm. the blocks. Here's How what I want to How does this resonate send. to my audience? Is this my demographic? It's not as bad as, as people may think it is. <laughs> which is why obviously we wanted to encourage and help businesses of any size achieve this goal. And what we did, we did a fun exercise. <clears throat> we bought the ca the calendars for the whole entire year. We started putting sticky notes on it, right? It's as simple as that. It doesn't have to be anything complicated is what I'm saying. Right. Of course. Cause it's old school and it works. So you don't need to buy any tool for it. You don't need anything fancy. All you really have to do is have a will and just do it. Right. Right. Make it. You're essentially writing an email and then someone with the technical ability would post that online. Correct. All right. Cool, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to All In. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss out on your daily dose of inspiration. And now leave a review as well as share with someone else. Go to my website and leave me a voice message with your questions, your thoughts, so I want to incorporate you into future episodes. That's all for today. Go out there and become who you're destined to be.